ESP, the ability to know all truths in existence, past, present, and future. ESP has been used by government intelligence agencies for decades, speaking to the accuracy and importance of such skills. But, should these innate psychic abilities that exist within all of us be taught and developed by all of us? Or are there certain pitfalls and dangers in opening the doors of perception that should perhaps otherwise remain closed? Consider these things and more on this episode of The Supernatural Explorer. Supernatural Explorers, welcome to episode 32, Developing ESP, Skills for Third Eye Spies Like Us. With my last two shows talking about telepathy and remote viewing, I was thrilled to come across the documentary type movie, Third Eye Spies, again. I say again because I had originally heard about the movie over a year ago on another podcast, no doubt when I was just starting to think about creating my own Supernatural podcast. I think at the time I heard about it, I either had to buy it or rent it to watch. And since I already had so many other things I was looking into, I decided I'd table it and return to it another time. Well, that time was last Saturday when I just happened to see that it was available and free on Amazon Prime. The description of Third Eye Spies says... For more than 20 years, the CIA studied psychic abilities for use in their top-secret spy program. With previously classified details about ESP now finally coming to light, there can be no more secrets. It features big names like Russell Targ, Yuri Geller, etc., and other originators and participants in the programs that are surely still alive in one form or another today. They talk in detail about how the remote viewing program was created out of the Stanford Research Institute in California in the early 70s to supply information to various intelligence agencies within the government. And I won't spoil it, but I will say that if you watch it, you will have zero doubt that not only is ESP real and extremely accurate when practiced, but that it is an innate ability in all of us. And that's the part that resonated with me the most. A quick example from the movie on how amazing and accurate remote viewing is, Ingo Swan, one of the more famous remote viewers featured in the film, who is now living in spirit, 
saw and drew rings around Jupiter before anyone else knew they existed and just months before actual pictures were taken, proving he was correct. To clarify, ESP, or extrasensory perception, includes all the so-called sixth sense or psychic abilities, such as intuition, telepathy, clairvoyance, precognition, retrocognition, and psychometry. The last two, retrocognition and psychometry, are related in that you are able to know things about the past, the latter through physical contact with an object. For example, one could hold, say, an old carved stone or crystal arrowhead in their hand and get information about who made it, from what tribe, where, who used it, what animals were killed with it, and any and all related information. In other words, with ESP, anything and everything can be known, past and present, by anyone and everyone. The future can also be seen but with less accuracy because variables can always change the outcomes. And this is not far-fetched at all. I guarantee that anyone listening to this podcast has had at least one, if not multiple, ESP experiences in their life. Curious and totally believing this, I asked Jen, Devlin, Marie, and Woody what their latest ESP experiences were. I have a hard time putting Jens into a category, but in looking for more girl time in her life, I encourage her to make a heartfelt wish for just that, a girlfriend to appear. I totally got this idea from my friend Marie, who often wishes with great success. About a week later, Jen comes home from the post office, and she's telling me how she randomly ran into one of her friends who she hadn't connected with in years, And as she's telling me this story, I see the light bulb go off in her head that her wish was indeed answered. They now have plans to get together again. So I don't know if that was some sort of precognition or just an amazing synchronicity. One thing she does often say that is definitely ESP, she will find herself randomly thinking of her uncle right before he calls. Devlin said his latest ESP experience was when he had a premonition that the Yankees would win some postseason baseball series in six games, which they then did. He had a hard time explaining how it wasn't a wish, but that he just knew it would be so. And years before that, he remembers waking one morning knowing that a couple had just broken up the night before. This was all before social media and people posting about their lives everywhere. He had no way to otherwise know the news that he then later that day found out was indeed true. With Marie, who I often refer to as my very intuitive friend, her first response was, which one, with a hysterical laughing crying emoji face. Crazy, paranormal, supernatural stuff happens to her all the time, and I imagine she'd be a prime candidate for remote viewing or any ESP program for that matter. For Woody, it was during our pandemonium night trip while at the edge of the Pioneer Cemetery, the time he unmistakably felt a spirit move through him in waves of energy. And since ESP includes telepathy, my latest experience was just the other day. I was sitting outside and a really cool looking neon green and yellow fly was zipping by. 
It then suddenly stopped in front of me and was looking right at me, hovering perfectly still like a little hummingbird. It seemed obvious it was curious about me, so I imagined myself connecting with it. I telepathically invited this colorful, cool little fly to land on a very specific spot on my left arm. After sending out this invitation with well wishes for about 30 seconds, it turned and tried landing on that exact spot. I said tried because the hairs on my arm were bigger than it was and it couldn't figure out how to negotiate them, how to land past them, and it didn't seem to want to land on them. This cute, determined little guy backed away and retried to land on the spot on my arm about 8 to 10 times until it finally flew off. I thought that was very cool. Anyway, knowing ESP is an innate ability in all of us, I wondered first and foremost about how it could be developed, then if it should be developed, then what would it mean for all of us if we did develop these skills more? Let's start with the should part first. Should ESP be developed? Why do I even ask this question? I don't think I would have asked it a few weeks ago, but that was before listening to Dr. Stephen Greer's talk on remote viewing that I touched on last episode. He basically said that if one develops these skills without also developing their consciousness, there can be negative repercussions. He said that some government programs are taught this way, with the focus on just the skills. He went on to say, and I quote, I remember the head of Army Intelligence telling me about taking a bunch of his guys through the course. However, so many of them ended up having mental breakdowns, committing suicide, becoming alcoholics, etc., So should ESP be developed? If the answer is yes, then it seems apparent it should only be done alongside also developing one's consciousness. I thought on that further, because if you're like me at all, you don't like being told what you cannot do without a pretty good understanding why. Having a degree in counseling and spending a lot of time pondering the mind and consciousness, I think I made a good go at explaining the dangers of shortcutting your ESP training and leaving out the development of consciousness part. This reminds me of a book idea I had decades ago, probably while I was going through my counselor training and focusing a lot on my personal growth, especially my consciousness. I thought an interesting story might be if the government had developed a drug, a type of truth serum, that had the unfortunate side effect of making the subconscious mind fully conscious. So as the drug takes hold and people start spilling all their truths, simultaneously their subconscious minds would start opening up and spilling all its truths into the person's consciousness. Truths they may not be ready to face at all. Further, some terrorist gets a hold of this drug and puts it in the water system of a major city that goes fully conscious overnight. The idea was to explore what would that look like what would the repercussions be? Would people go insane before they were able to eventually embrace the actual truth? Why might people go insane? Why might people who otherwise don't know certain things have mental breakdowns, commit suicide, 
will become alcoholics after having truths revealed to them, truths that they are obviously not prepared to face. The same reason why we have a subconscious mind in the first place, why things are held from our own consciousness. It's because at different points in our lives, we are not ready to face certain things. There is a natural developmental process of internal truths being brought to light, processed and assimilated that cannot be circumvented without consequences. Our subconscious and the developmental process of expanding our consciousness is in place to protect us. A more specific example of this, if you experienced a serious emotional trauma when you were young, the processing of that trauma could take a lifetime. It goes at a pace that matches what will work for you. For years, your subconscious mind may totally block out that anything even happened to you because you're just not developmentally ready to handle it. So if that trauma sits protected from you in your subconscious until you are ready to process and dismantle it, and then you go through a remote viewing program that has you tap into otherwise unseen things without also developing your consciousness, what other things might you see that you aren't developmentally ready to handle yet? Every incremental expansion of your mind requires a processing time, which is very much a time of acclimating to new information and rebalancing within it. Done too quickly or all at once, and I can see how people might have mental breakdowns, commit suicide, become alcoholics, etc., So for those of you who are interested in developing any ESP skills, an informed word of caution. Make sure you are also understanding and are working on developing your consciousness at the same time. And if you don't have any idea what it means to develop your consciousness, learn and experience that first before developing any ESP skills. Because the side effects of doing otherwise can be detrimental to your well-being. That being said, if you currently have some sort of meditative and reflective practice of conscious development, should ESP be developed? If you move to do so, I say, why not? Curious what others might think about all this? I asked my friend Devlin if he thought it was ethical for people to develop ESP, to learn how to know things intuitively. I thought he had a good answer. He said, only if it's available to everyone. And I agree with that. It wouldn't be fair if some knew how to do it and others didn't. It then becomes a bit of a privacy issue. But if everyone knew how to do it, then you just want to make sure you'd be treating others the way you want it to be treated, going only as deep as they were willing to let you, even if you could go deeper without asking permission. So with friends, you might agree to come as open books to each other, But in business dealings, you'd keep it to the moment or the business at hand and be able to intuitively know, without even the need for words, where the other person truthfully stood, what their intentions were, etc. If everyone learned ESP, it would turn the world progressively realer, for sure. No more secrets. True disclosure. Great stuff if people weren't dicks about it. But that's the truth with anything people currently know how to do today. Using knowledge for good is great, and for bad is being a dick. 
And I could totally understand why the CIA wouldn't want everyone learning these skills and why they would no doubt lie about the existence of the programs today. That brings me to one small part of Third Eye Spies I can't resist talking about. Very small part, no spoiler alert. It's the part where the CIA director at the time denies that there is any validity to remote viewing when people know for a fact he knew how accurate it was. If I was the CIA director, I wouldn't want any attention on any of my secret programs. So downplaying them and saying they no longer exist is very understandable. However, since we know ESP does exist, and that we can fully and pretty easily develop these skills, should we? If you want to know the truth and live in the truth more, then yes. If you don't think you can handle the truth, then no. And if you really think it's the work of the devil, like some do, and was touched on in the film, then again, the answer is no. But know that if we do head in that direction, the direction of uncovering and knowing more of the truth via ESP, and we develop our consciousnesses along the way, it can easily be argued that that might be part of a natural evolution of humanity. If you are of that opinion too, what can you do? Well, without reinventing the wheel, I think Dr. Greer's free five-part remote viewing course on YouTube is a good place to start and lay some nice foundational things like meditation and mindfulness. I put the link in the show notes. P. Horsley, our animal telepathy friend, recently wrote me and spoke of a free three-part animal communication workshop she's offering. Looks like you just need a name and an email to sign up. That link's also included in the show notes. And for those of you looking for even more ideas, I'll share what I've been up to lately. When I did first hear about Third Eye Spies on a podcast last year, I also learned of a corresponding app called ESP Trainer. I quote, Developed under a Nassau program by Russell Targ at Stanford Research Institute. This app has become my latest obsession. It's so simple, but so ingenious. There are four colored squares in a square formation, There's a green one, a yellow one, a red one, and a blue one, and it reminds me a little of that old classic electronic game, Simon, except without any annoying beeps or buzzers. With the ESP app, only one of the squares has a picture behind it. If you intuit and select the correct square, you get to see the picture. If you press the wrong square, the square that did have the picture behind it lights up, letting you know where the picture was. Why I love this app is that everyone is different and everyone might know things in different areas of their body. If you're more of a visual person, it might come in through your eyes or your mind's eye. If you're more of an emotional person, you might know things in your heart. So with the app, you can try to know things in different places in your body and then see what parts of you are more accurate than others. Part of you might tell you to press the green square, and another part might tell you it's the yellow square. If one part of you is correct more times over another, you might choose to focus on listening to that more. I haven't narrowed down the part of me that's most accurate yet, but I do notice that when I proceed my ESP practice 
with a meditative practice, I'm way more accurate in guessing the right square. If I don't meditate beforehand, I can get like 70 guesses wrong in a row, which is worse than the odds of guessing one in every four right. After meditating and getting into what I call my zone, I can get up to 50% right, and that's quite amazing. Furthermore, because there's a different picture every time, I'm eventually not only going to try and guess the correct colored square, I'm also going to try and intuit what the picture is. So a very powerful, simple, and free ESP training app from one of the founding fathers of remote viewing. I've also started trying to stay in my meditative zone more throughout the day and intuit things throughout the day. Like I did a lot of driving the other day, and while I was approaching the intersection on the way out of my development, I guessed if cars would be coming from either direction. I happened to be right both times. Then later I'll make guesses about other things and I'll be totally wrong. The point is, the more you incorporate practices into your daily life, that develop your consciousness alongside your ESP skills, the quicker you can bring forth all that lies dormant inside you. As always, I'll share any developments and I'll eventually discuss the third eye more and related energy structures because any additional knowledge will only help you in your pursuits should you also want to develop your ESP skills. And if you do, best of luck to you, and please be sure to proceed in the most balanced fashion that works for you. Well, that's it for this episode. Until next time, everyone, peace.